Hi, this is Jessica Grace, and I'm the founder of the Jessica Grace Platform. This is my platform's podcast, and it's designed to inspire you in your everyday life. So from all of us here at Team Grace, every success and enjoy the message. Today, I want to talk to you about happy proofing your life. I think happiness is such an important theme or just topic to speak about because it really does have a real impact on our everyday lives. And so does our conception of happiness. We hear a lot of motivational talks on happiness. And so I guess I wanted to really share what I believe the kind of happiness that you can locate in your everyday life. And then also share some strategies on how exactly you go about cultivating that happiness and enjoying and celebrating more of it daily. And so at the outset, I'd like to clarify when I'm talking about happiness, what I mean is really an attitude, an attitude that finds joy and is really proactive to locate uh, things to celebrate, things to be really that that make life um, worthwhile. And I really believe it's something that we each can locate. Sometimes I think when I hear happiness or, you know, when I see things um, that make me happy, sometimes I can think, oh, look, maybe it's just one of those things that, you know, only those lucky few ever experience in their everyday lives. Or maybe it is just what our dream lives are full of and real life really doesn't leave much room for it. Uh, But I really believe that when you start seeing happiness as an attitude that you need to locate in your day to day, instead of some kind of elusive feeling that you need to somehow conjure up or, you know, uh, you need to wait until you get those warm, fuzzy feelings, or, you know, you need to see, have that outlook that always sees rainbows and, you know, butterflies in every day. We all know that real life isn't like that, but that doesn't mean that we can't genuinely embrace an authentic happiness in our daily lives. And so that's what I really want to encourage you with. Um, Even sometimes hearing the topic happiness, I understand that uh, sometimes people can kind of withdraw and think, oh, here we go. It's going to be you know, something that's all about, you know, just how to smile, like how to conjure up some superficial feeling where, you know, you pretend you have no problems and life is carefree. And I don't want to do that um, through this podcast today. I want to share real life happiness. And I want to just encourage you at the outset, if that's you, don't hit the pause button yet. Um, I really believe that I've had to uh, embrace happiness that is in my day to day. It's not just something postpone for a day when everything goes my way or, you know, when I feel like, you know, I'm living the dream. It is something that you can learn to locate and then guard in your everyday life. And so that's what I want to share on today. But first of all, I want to talk about the type of happiness. So already I have identified happiness that I'm speaking about today as an attitude and not just some kind of feeling. So it's not when emotionally uh, you feel like, you know, everything's right, your coffee's right, you know, the day is, the sun is shining. It's not that kind of happiness that I'm speaking about, but it's also a type of happiness that you can create in all circumstances. Uh, So no matter what you're going through, I believe that you can still find happiness through the hard times, through difficulties, or when everything is going your way. And if I can just say, it's also a happiness that you can create in all circumstances, 
but without denying difficult circumstances. So it's not about, you know, putting on a smile and pretending everything's okay. And, you know, you're a happy, you're determined to have a happy disposition and be a positive person. So you're just going to ignore the fact that you've got, you know, a relationship issue or financial difficulty or whatever it is. That's not the kind of happiness. I do believe that you can create happiness and you can locate happiness even when things aren't going your way. But at no uh, at no time do I think that should involve denying real life circumstances and difficult things. It's a kind of happiness that I believe acknowledges things. So, you know, you can be happy and you can, you know, be content in life and still acknowledge that, you know what, this is not where I want to be, you know, or this didn't go my way. Uh, but all it is, is a happiness that pushes through and says, you know what, I may not be getting the feel good vibes from this situation, but I'm not going to stay here either. I'm going to, you know, move my focus to what is going well in my world or I'm going to, you know, uh, stir up my hope for, for the future. And so that's the kind of type of happiness that I want to encourage that you can embrace. And I want to just really hopefully today inspire you to have uh, a, a renewed mindset concerning happiness, so to speak, and, you know, to kind of encourage you that, you know, it is possible for you to be happy right now where you are. You don't have to wait until you get that promotion. You don't have to wait until that dream girl or dream guy comes into your life because there's plenty of situations. Um, and there's, and I believe there's plenty of things that you can feel joy about in your world. Now you just need to locate them and have strategies behind you to find them and celebrate them. So how do you build more happy in your everyday life? This is something that I want to be really practical about. Um, I, you know, talk about happy proofing your life, but exactly how do we make sure that we are leaning into more happy, that we really are uh, experiencing more, you know, authentic happiness in our everyday lives. And I want to give you some strategies that I use in my everyday life to make sure that I am putting things in place. So you know, I'm being proactive to, you know, help me cultivate more happiness and, and recognize um, those things that I can be happy about, those things that I can celebrate that are already there in my everyday life. And so the first strategy I have to kind of build more happy in my everyday life is to take responsibility for my own happiness. So that is something I've had to learn. And I want to encourage you as well. Make sure that you make it your job to, you know, your joy. I don't know if you're familiar with the expression, but I've heard a lot of times, um, a good friend of mine says your joy is your job. And so really when you take personal responsibility for your own happiness, it really empowers you to ensure that, you know, you're not relying on anyone else to create, you know, kind of, or deliver happiness to you, but you're actually being proactive to say, you know what, I have to find the silver lining in this situation or I need to, you know, acknowledge and, you know, appreciate something in today that is going my way that I can major on and I can really celebrate instead of majoring on the things that aren't producing happiness. And so for some of us, this, this strategy, at least it has been for me, is a bit of a wake up call. So it's not your boss's job. It's not your friend's job or your family's job to make you happy. 
So if you have a partner and you think you're just unhappy because of your partner, I just want to, you know, with respect and, you know, compassion say it really is not anyone else's job to make you happy. And so I want to encourage you just to take the reins afresh if you need to when it comes to your own happiness, because really it is your job. You're the CEO of your happiness, so to speak. And so make sure that you have that in your area of responsibilities, that you take that at the beginning of the day. It is your responsibility. You are the one, you have the power to be able to have a good day or not a good day. And so you have the power to be able to, you know, be happy, enjoy things or endure things. It really is up to you when it comes to happiness in in that sense. The second strategy, which is really, really important, even though it sounds very simple, is hang out with happy. So you really do, who you hang out with most of the time rubs off on you. So their attitudes, you know, how they express things, their ideas, they're all transferable. So you've got to be really, really careful because just like happiness, I believe is contagious. So positivity, you know, when you get around people that are positive, that encourage one another, you'll automatically become a kind of person that encourages other people and is positive. But the opposite is true also. So if you're hanging out with people that complain all the time, always telling you what's wrong, they never, you know, they're critical, whether it's about themselves or others, you've got to be so, so careful because that can have a huge impact on whether you are experiencing happy and the level of happiness that you currently enjoy right now. So some of you, maybe you need to get a new lunch partner. Some of you might need to, you know, start hanging out with people that are, you know, are, do carry a happier disposition, but more deeply than that, but just are more positive and and are speaking more life and hope and joy um, in their conversations day to day instead of, you know, disappointment and, and discouragement and difficulty. And so, you know, it is, again, attitudes are contagious. So the people that you spend your time with, you will start picking up um, their attitudes. And, you know, I guess what I've learned is what you consistently allow to go on around you is ultimately what gets on you. So, you know, just making sure that there might be some conversations or some ways of speaking that you allow around you. You know, you might have a workmate that comes to you and wants to complain and, and have their, you know, 15 minute complaining every day about what's wrong with the company you work for. But you've got to be really, really careful because if you allow that in your space, it not only, you know, it doesn't create a happy environment, but it can rob you of future happiness as well. And so, you know, if this is for you, if you need to be a bit more diligent in hanging out with happy, a little bit more intentional with your friendship group, uh, I just want to encourage you, you know, you may need to make some new friendships with people that carry the kind of attitude that you want to wear, because ultimately uh, you are going to be wearing the attitudes of the people that you spend the most time with. So number three, the third strategy that I want to encourage you to do to increase your happiness is to resist self-pity. And this, this strategy, I guess, uh, it's, it really is self-pity when it comes to it, is a really costly attitude to have when it comes to your happiness. It's also a real easy thing to slip into. So we've all done it. We've all 
you know, kind of spent time feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, we've we've marked the things that have gone wrong against us, things that are unfair. We've rehearsed them in our minds or even in our conversations. Uh, and really, everyone can feel sorry for themselves at some point. But the thing with self-pity is it never delivers on what it promises. Sometimes I think, you know, when we're feeling sorry for ourselves, we think we might find some kind of resolution and deliverance, so to speak, from that out, you know, the outcome that we're feeling sorry about. But it never delivers. Pity, self-pity, you know, no matter how entitled we may feel, it never can change the circumstances. And it can't make, you know, that you might be facing, it can't make wrongs right. Uh, and you know, what it can do is it can rob you of happiness. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, to, to make sure that, you know, you decide that when, you know, you're going through something and maybe something didn't happen the way you expected, or it didn't go your way today when you're at work, or perhaps, you know, you had a big setback, someone didn't treat you right. No matter how many bad breaks you've suffered, I want to encourage you, don't allow those bad things and bad breaks and setbacks to take center stage in your everyday life. And the way they take center stage is they set themselves up as self-pity, you know, in thoughts like, you know, you should feel sorry for yourself. That is terrible. And of course, you know, I'm not saying you don't process things properly and acknowledge, you know, when things aren't right, uh, but just don't camp there and, and don't set up in that kind of wallowing mode and, and, and poor me zone, because there is no power in that. And there's certainly no happiness there. Um, there is, you know, a lot of other things that you'll find there, but happiness is not one of them. So I want to really encourage you if, if self-pity is something you suffer from and, you know, self-pity is in one sense, it's easy to cure. If, if I find something, if I'm feeling sorry for myself, right. You know, and going over and over in mind in my own mind about my own woes, one really good way that I've found to kick off self-pity is to go and do something for someone else. Go and help someone else. Go and be the answer to someone else's issue. That's a really good way to get your mind off yourself, but also disrupt that self-pity that can actually eat away at your happiness. Uh, so, and the last strategy I have, they're kind of connected, these last two, but is cancel the rehearsal for your loss. And that basically means that I want to encourage you to really, I guess, recognize that we can all be really good at rehearsing and going over and over, whether it be in our minds or our conversations, uh, what we've lost. So, you know, where we've, you know, kind of suffered or experienced loss, whether it's a relationship or, you know, situation. So, and really, if we stay in that place and we keep going over and over, what we're doing is we're obstructing our vision for our future. And obviously that affects our happiness because, you know, when you draw, you know, a lot of happiness from the hope and the potential that comes from the future. And so I want to encourage you again, of course, acknowledge and process loss. It's a real thing. It might be grief. It might be loss of whatever magnitude. So, of course, you have to process that. We're human. We're not into denying things because that's not going to help in the happiness uh, department either. But, you know, just to encourage you that, you know, when you have had your debrief, when you've, you know, got your squad together and, and you've had that time to kind of, you know, acknowledge any loss that you've had, just make sure you put a stake in the ground and say this far, no further. It's time to move forward so that that loss doesn't color and doesn't take 
from your happiness in the future. And so really these four strategies, even if you just put in place one, I believe you're going to see victory and you're going to see more happiness uh, in your everyday life. At least that's what I've seen with these. Now, it's not an overnight success thing and it's something that you, you know, happiness is not elusive. It's not just something that people, this elite, happy people, positive people that, uh, you know, have a certain temperament can only grasp. But it is something that you have to be, I believe, diligent if you are going to grasp it. You have to just be deliberate and intentional. And so I, I really hope that you will grab hold of at least one of those strategies put it in place and and please let me know how you find you know that building when it comes to building happiness in your everyday life. So I want to encourage you at today really you do have the power to access more happy in your everyday life. So if you're feeling discouraged or maybe hopeless or you know just you don't feel like you've got the personality to be happy. I want to encourage you that you can be happy that no one uh, misses out in the happiness department in the sense of it's available. It's not beyond your reach. So I want you to really f go into today with a mindset that says, I'm not going to settle for a life that's less than one that is full of happiness, celebration, and joy, because you are capable of it. It doesn't mean everything's going to go your way all the time, but you can be happy even in the midst of those times um, where you face circumstances that aren't happy. And really, once you do get your happy on, so to speak, so once you do start happy proofing your life, putting things in place to make sure that you are locating happiness to start with, but also guarding that attitude of happiness in your everyday life. You really are going to move from that position where you're enduring your everyday life and enjoying your everyday life. And that's what I hope for you. I hope that as you, you know, put these strategies in place, that you'll no longer just get through each day. Like every day doesn't have to feel like, oh, it's Monday again. I just hope if Friday's your thing, that, you know, every day feels like a Friday for you, not because everything goes your way, but because you have been intentional uh, to hang out with happy, to make sure that you're not rehearsing your losses, to, you know, say goodbye to self-pity. And also you've taken personal responsibility for your happiness. You have got this. And I just want to wish you every happiness in your everyday life. And I hope you've been inspired today to happy proof your life. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. If you'd like any more information on the inspirational tools available through the Jessica Grace platform, you can visit www.jessicagraceplatform.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your world. You can also connect with the platform on Facebook and Instagram. So get connected so you can be graced for your best life.